DT Podcast episode number 68. It's time. It's time to do our week one picks. The Premier League will be underway in less than 24 hours. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking get it. Transfers picking up. We'll talk about them when we talk about the teams. So let's just get right into the picks. We want to talk transfers. We'll get to that when we get to the respective teams. Your team is starting it off tomorrow at Burnley's ground. And this will be a 9 p.m. UK start or 8 p.m. UK start and a 3 p.m. Friday start. First off, are you going to be able to enjoy this game? I will be watching. I will not be Second screen viewing? Yeah. 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 Okay. We kind of got what you were thinking in this game the other day, but let's get your official prediction on the books. Talk about the lineups. Talk about some Paqueta news. And, uh, yeah, this is how we're going to do it. Let's go. Start it off. Treble winners. I am amped. That is ding dong right there. Uh, Reminder number 10. Uh, for this season so far it is amazing how in just a few days i have rapidly changed my stance on what is happening in this game ruben diash will not be traveling he will not be why Uh, i think he's staying rested uh for super cup uh in the second half i actually went back and watched it because i was bored Lately at work, I've been missing football so much that I've been having background games like replayed. Today, I watched uh, the friendly between Inter Milan and Red Bull. Yesterday, I did the uh, Community Shield Community Shield final, um, and so yeah, it was it was kind of fun to look back at that. But Ruben Diaz got hurt in the second half, uh, played a ball off of Kai, stubbed his foot, kind of a little bit of the niggles. So he he will not be going, um, but Josco will be going with us. Way too early for me to be comfortable to start. He's just trained for the first time today, right? So I don't see him starting. Don't see him starting, but he will be traveling with us. So uh, I'm a little, I'm a little changing on how things go in this game. And without uh, Father Ruben, uh, I'm going to go with a uh, resounding, more offensive push. Uh, I don't think Kevin starts. Uh, I think Phil starts. Uh, I am. Amped about the season, I think you have been well noted and a great point by you all week to remind me, just newly promoted, dominated the championship. Uh, I've been talking to a few other City fans uh, on Twitter about this upcoming matchup, just overall as a season. If you think I'm a homer for saying they're finishing seventh, we got some wild City fans out there that I actually think he'll be seeing uh, Europa. So... It's wild takes, wild takes from us, but I, obviously it's just that much love and appreciation for for Captain Company and what he did for us. I obviously think it's too much, um, but I'm I'm going super harsh because I'm also playing a role here for the whole year. I'm supporting Burnley no matter what, so it's kind of part content, part yeah. I do back them four um, two. We're gonna slap them. It's gonna be an offensive push in the in the in the was it Carampella or or FA? I don't know which it was, but we ended up beating him four one. I think he's definitely learned something from that. All throughout Europe, in my humble opinion, or not Europe, all throughout England, uh, I would actually say Burnley has been have been the most trained. You can actually go back and like a week after the Champions League final, they had content up of their team training. Could could that be a bad thing though? I mean, could be. 
Or Bill, you're like over, almost overthinking it too much, right? No, no question, no question. And I actually would make would post to reinforce your point. A lot of the younger players in this generation are definitely anti that. Now, me and you, us being a little bit older, that would have been something like you're looked at and you're like, "Yo, that's actually good." Now, ask anyone. Ever seen the movie Hoosiers? Yeah, <laughs> Jimmy Chipwood, anyone? <laughs> but what I would say is, if if you think about that and the reality of it from from me and Brian's age standpoint, just ask Brian about his knee and how that bothers him. <laughs> I mean, it's just at the end of the day, the wear and tear on these players is something to definitely consider. So yeah, I'm reinforcing your point there, but I think they're going to be smoother. And I think adrenaline first season or uh, uh, first game, first match at home, Turf Moore is going to be lit. Company's talking up Pep, Pep's talking up company. 4-2, uh, 4-2 City win. Um, how do you want to do goal scorers? You just pick. We pick three. Okay. We gotta pick three. We're still going one and one, right? Like, whoever whoever wants it first. You you want it now? Take it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Take it. Arsenal aggressive. <laughs> Did you see the on bomb? No. What happened? We'll cover it in the Tottenham section, but oh my. the 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 spoiler: Harry Kane, Tottenham. That's all, folks. <laughs> What a fucking spoiler. <laughs> Brian Matthew, everyone. <laughs> Good night. Uh, damn, I can't get that out of my head now. That's awesome. Uh, okay, so yeah. Um, O'Leary's take- rattled. We're going to read his, uh, his his messages in that section as well, by the way. That's going to be super. Uh, I'm, I'm hella stoked for that because I got instant reactions. To- 4-2. Are you picking a score? I am, and I'm going with... Early Holland. All right. Um, I think that's a lot of goals. I think it's it's going to be interesting to see what Burnley do. They were very attacking last year. I feel like I feel like company's going to play his style, but could that be a bad omen coming in from the championship and playing so open? Um, I mean, to me, that never works out. You just don't see it. Company is he's 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 still a young manager, so his naivety could play against them very quick. I mean, everybody's hyping them up. This could go the opposite way. They can come in here thinking, we're Burnley, we play open style, we're going to play our style. And then, you know, your four-goal prediction might be a little shy. It could be a five-goal or a six-goaler. I think it'll be a tough game. The crowd will keep them in it, definitely, for a little bit. Um, But I think City will prevail. I think having the Community Shield game be kind of – you know, it's an extra preseason game for you to, to prep for the season start. You know, uh, that's always good. So I think you'll be ready for it. I think it'll be a good game. I'm very, very excited for it. Like I said, don't expect it to be a city whipping. Um, I don't expect Burnley to come out and slap up you guys like, you know, crowd behind it like Brentford did to Arsenal two years ago. It's going to be a good game. I got a 2-1 Manchester City um, and I got Burnley scoring the first goal. Not taking any goal scores. I think Burnley get the first goal, but ultimately uh, City get it done. I like it. I like it. That's that's not a bad shout. Paqueta, Paqueta, 88 million pound. A lot of money. A lot, a lot of money there. Um, rejected by West Ham. They want 100. Are you guys going to stand firm on the 88, move elsewhere, or are you going to meet them at their $100 million valuation? You know what? What I find interesting, some of the, the the verbiage used for this particular deal, the the verbal offer, 
We have not sent anything officially. We discussed it, but the verbal offer of 88 kind of going there. You know, West Ham want player or have been interested in some of the players that City have as well. Cole Palmer being one of them. Uh, Cole Palmer is getting a lot of love right now from a couple of different clubs. I mean, he looked good Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there was there were loan options going into him, you know, going into the last season, but he chose to stay with the club. Or actually, Pep wanted him. We see how that panned out. Wasn't really necessarily the best of seasons for him, but he contributed here and there. Uh, what I would say to Paqueta is, uh, again, City. Every City fan have earned the right to be able to one thousand percent have full commitment and back support of what Tiki and Ferran Soriano and uh, Caldun and Pep, whatever they decide together. Um, I, it, it, is a, it is a lot of money. I think we've well documented how everyone this window has been overpriced. We see the Saudi Arabian factor and how, you know, that's really raised kind of some questions and scratched a lot of heads and has added a different variable. But the other thing I would say is uh, that revenue from winning a trouble is mighty, mighty fine. And if we want to spend 11. I love it. I love it. Thank you for yes, exactly. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> but yeah, we'll 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 see. We'll see if we if we do it. Um, questions will be asked. He's a 25 year old, but he comes in. He he comes in, and I'm I'm gonna have. I got to put him in the same Mateo conversation. He's been in the Premier League for one year now. We've seen a little bit. I mean, he's gone. You know, technically, you can do the whole. He's won a title. He's won something with West Ham. You know, he's got to come over here and perform. And if he were to do this, I'm expecting 15-plus goal contributions in the first season. It has to be done. The expectations for some of these players, he is not in a situation where we can afford him one year. We are not, we are not with Gundo and the Kevin coming into this season and the reluctance of Pep to put Phil in the, in, in the midfield. Paquete is a signing that comes with immediate expectations because, in my opinion, a lot of our successes this year is going to be determined on some of these new signings. I don't know if we can do another year of the adaptivity. You look at what we were able to do last year and you look at how strong the, def- the, the defense was. I don't think Josca, in my humble opinion, it's one of the hardest things to do for, for Pep is play center back is play a a defender he's asking you to defend on ball 40 meters behind you with space and nothing but i mean he's asking you to be able to also start the attack and feed into channels he's asking you to do so many different things joscal's a huge signing but that's going to take time yeah the six and the eight for for mateo kovacic and that role is going to take some time and while we saw good signs of it we needed that adaptivity of Gundo. We needed that reading from Gundo, and that's going to take time with Mateo. And I don't necessarily know that if Paquete comes, he's going to be able to do that, but we're going to need it immediately because at this point, Bernardo doing it sounds great unless we go get Matoma. If we go, if this all of this is a pivot and we get a winger, I, I now I'm, my expectations are completely different from Mateo because we can manage. Brighton's going to drive a hard bargain too. That's the thing. A quick, quick pivot, as we see with Brighton with the Caicedo negotiations, is not going to be easy because they're going to probably demand the same amount of high price. Not, probably not a hundred million, but um, it's not going to be an easy negotiation. As somebody who's negotiated with Brighton, they're, they're pretty tough to negotiate with. They stand firm, and it's working out for them in the Caicedo 
um, the Caicedo uh, deal that's going on with Liverpool now entering. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, that's a hell of a lot of money for Paqueta, who just came to the Premier League for like $40 million the year before. Yeah, I see the talent. I, I didn't think his first year at West Ham was good. They were pretty bad, though. And I didn't, I didn't like what he did with Brazil in the, the World Cup as well. But I see the talent, the pep factor. Um, we'll see what happens. I just think if they go anywhere near $100 million, that's a massive overpay. It really is. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think yeah. he's worth anywhere near that. I think he's like a 60, 60 million pound player. Yeah, they paid 51 for him. And, you know, what will what, be interesting is if we actually proceed to do it, you know, I, I don't know. I I, I don't know, but I, I will say I'm going to say something. What I've said, I think, is very, is very different than most city fans. But I'm I'm saying it now. We have if he comes, if Lucas Paqueta comes, there are immediate expectations on him. In my opinion, with where we are in the roster and the loss of Gundo, unless of course Barcelona can't register him, Brian. If Barcelona can't register Gundo, I would this story. <laughs> happens year in and year out and they always do some shady shit to get it done so they'll be fine it'll be some weird dealings no they'll take the academy. we won't understand how it got done but yeah. they'll get it they'll get it done they'll just move the academy academy players down open up senior spots they've been using a lot yeah. of the academy players on the, the, the media loves to overblow it I mean, yeah. oh, oh, oh you know get clicks like oh my god a gun do on a free whoa um, it ain't gonna happen. Let's move on to the the weekend Saturday. <clears throat> Arsenal will be the very next game uh, that'll kick off Saturday morning at home at the Emirates against Nottingham Forest. Um, yeah, I'm ex- I'm expecting a a great opener. It's at the Emirates. The place is gonna be rocking. Um, coming off that good season where we. Disappointed, but still overachieved in what the early season predictions were. Nobody really had us in top four. Few did. I think both of us did, but most people had us outside. Real ballers now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, the Emirates is going to be rocking Saturday. I, I can't wait to see everybody back together. Um, and I'm expecting dominance. It's going to be great for Declan Rice, Urian Timber, Kai Havertz to make their debut. We get the Raya deal over the line. We'll talk more about that in a second. Absolutely rinsing Brentford. Edu masterclass. Got to give him his props. Um, and, yeah, I'm expecting pretty much the same lineup as we saw in the Community Shield. I know Zinchenko's back healthy, but I think Mikel's probably going to be cautious with him. He has had a lot of injuries since coming to Arsenal. I believe he had injuries in Man City as well. So I think it'd be best to have him cautious. You're in Timber. Great preseason. Great game last week. Keep that rolling. Um, team looked good last week, just didn't finish chances. With the home crowd this weekend, I'm sure they will push us a little bit more and we will finish those chances. Um, no real bits and bobs to get into on anything, really. I mean, no no news, Jesus. We already knew that. But, yeah, the Rea deal gets over the line. It's a prop- Rea deal for me. Why is it that I – so 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 th- this is what I'm upset about. This is what I'm upset about. Tap in. On IG, says that I have to get this right. Raya, Raya, when he was talking with um, Arsenal and had personal terms agreed, 
it was to be for an extension. He was going to sign and extend. Something he did like extend that. with Brentford. And that's what we need. To <clears throat> I need this clear, cleared up for me. So Basically, Ornstein, Ornstein, who's more reliable than Fabricio these days. Basically, he said it, it's it's to spread out the payment terms. The Declan Rice, West Ham drove a hard bargain on the payment terms. So we're paying a $3 million loan fee. We've already paid it. <clears throat> He's going to be an Arsenal player tomorrow. He's still a Brentford player, technically. He's on loan, mm-hmm. and which will be interesting because with the loan rules, if anything happens to Ramsdale and then Raya can't play in those games, they can they cannot let him play, which that will be a factor. Hopefully, we don't have to deal with that, but that might be something to look forward to. Mm. Um, but, yeah, a 3 million loan this year, and then next year it will be a 25 million pound obligation to buy or option to buy. Um, expecting Arsenal is going to pay it no matter what. So, yeah, we're only paying $3 million this year. It'll give us room if we need to get somebody else if anything happens in these next two weeks. If we need a backup for Saka, if we make some more sales and we need another player, the money's there because there's $20, 30000000 million almost you were going to pay for Raya is now, boom, back in our pockets. So Brentford helped us out. I don't know why, but they did. Edu masterclass, pushing those payments a little bit to next year, structuring them better. Um, people are speculating it's because of FFP. From everything I've seen from FFP experts, not in the nose, who you know pick up a calculator and think they know how to fucking crunch numbers and shit. From everything I've seen, we're nowhere near FFP, and that comes down to us really, really reducing our wage bill over the last two years. You know, when everybody criticized us two Januaries ago, including myself, for not getting anybody, that January was strictly, we're clearing the wage bill completely. And we're seeing it pay off now because now we're going boom, 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 adding pure quality, high wages. We're going for it. So that's what it's about. And I rate it. It's it's good and it's smart. It's smart business. So for all the talk of, you know, we're not doing transfers good, I think we completely completely that notion is gone now you can't really say that we've had a really great window and there still might be more business on an eve on the day in which one of the most premier teams in europe competing for potentially everything champions league winning of their league top rated keepers are needed when Thibaut Courtois. Yeah, crazy. His AC injury. Yeah. Yes, that's that's nuts. That's hard to take. I mean, the, the literally, La Liga starts this weekend as well. So literally two days before, right? Is their season starting tomorrow as well or is it oh, Saturday? Yeah. I can look up games real quick, but I'm pretty yeah. sure. But anyway, let me make my pick real quick and then we can yeah. talk about that. But I'm going to do uh, I'm going to do four nothing. I say it's going to be four nothing. And uh, I'll take a goal scorer. Yeah, it's, it's home at the Emirates. The place is going to be rocking. Community Shield was won last week. So I know the fans are going to be up for it. I know the team's going to be up for it. And it's Nottingham Forest. But it's the best case scenario. Seriously. <clears throat> and that's no disrespect to Forest. I, I think they'll have a nice season. But the realistic scenario of your opening day, you want to play at home. And you want to play a, a bottom half of the table team. And that's what we got. So let's let's win it for nothing. 
And uh, yeah, let's move. Let's move. Uh, yeah, four nothing, and I'm taking a goal scorer. I think Martinelli. I'm going to take Martinelli. It's so fun. When you <clears throat> You're writing these down, right? Oh, I'm getting it all on the spreadsheet, my man. All what right. are you going with? I'm going with a five to one Nottingham Forest. Nottingham wow. Forest. <laughs> <Allow. clears throat> Yeah, 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 it's gonna be a bit of a massacre. They're gonna score. It's the first game of the year. Defenses ain't all there. They're gonna score. They're, they gotta score. That big body stri- striker that they have. Yeah, I, yeah, do rate, be... I do rate him. I do rate him a little bit. He's got a good frame to him. Yeah, if he can yeah. get some, some better, you know, one twos and some passing and some 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 like awareness to him. Uh, I, I rate them. So I'm still going to go with a dominant Arsenal win. There's no question. It's too early. There will be upsets this week. I want to put everybody on alert right now. There will be some upsets this week. I got one in mind as I'm looking at the schedule. I love it. I love it. And five, then, yeah. Sorry, sorry. No, no. No, say it. Well, 5-1 Arsenal, and let's just keep it. <laughs> 5-1. I love it. So are you picking any goal scorers from this game? I'm not. It's too okay. early for me to go consistent with Arsenal. You, Your entire front hold me last year. Um, <laughs> no, no, not the entire. It was, it was a specific Norwegian man. I can't disagree with you. <laughs> I, 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 I'll, I'll tell you what. I raise you a Norwegian, and I'm taking a Belgian. Give me Trossard. Fuck wow, me. I like it. I love it. I love it. I peer pressured you into that one. You did. Trossard? Fake an injury, sit on the bench for this one. <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. I'm not wishing that. Not going with. Give me a quick eleven. Give me a quick eleven. <clears throat> I think he's going same exact from the shield. Same exact. I really do. Yeah. God damn. He's probably he is, isn't he? Fuck yeah. It. It's a risk though. It's a risk. I'll take it. Yeah. We'll see. I, I think. Not just the pitch. He's gonna hit. Yeah. He's yeah. No. Trasar's been on fire. So, yeah. like I said, I I, I think I texted you this. I think he really. I think he really loves Trossard off the bench because he can literally play the front three. He can probably play the ten, and he can. He, he we've even seen him play the left eight at, at times. You know, Mikel has done that. So I think he just loves that chess piece off the bench. Literally, whoever's playing bad, Trossard, go get him. Go, go get him off. I cannot think of a better super sub. Like, <clears throat> he, he's he's legit. Foot ultimate team vibes with the super sub get him in in the 65th 70th and he's doing something he's just so active yeah no definitely i completely agree with it yeah i think i think mikhail's even told him like hey you're gonna start some games but this is how i want to use you um you'll start probably cup games all that shit but premier league games you're my super sub i'm expecting you to come on and make a difference and kind of be like the mariano rivera when we're winning and then kind of, you know, bring us back when we're when we're down or we need a we're 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 even and we need that that go ahead. I, I think that's what Mikel sees. And it it's yeah. you know, when you have a piece like that off the bench, it's just makes you that much more dangerous. So yeah, yeah let's move on. We're keeping it rolling. But yeah, back to that Courtois Courtois thing. Um I don't want to root from Real Madrid in any way. Being that I'm in the Champions League this year, but that's that's a tough tough pill to swallow. That really is. The day before the league starts, your your star goalie goes out. So I know they're looking at the Sevilla goalie mm-hmm. and uh, possibly the Hey on a free O'Leary's best friend. Hey yo, Daid. 
Tai. Yeah. Shit yeah. So, yeah, La Liga starts tomorrow, 1.30 p.m., Almeria, and then Sevilla is playing Valencia at 4. Real Madrid will play this week against Athletic Club, and Barcelona will play. Real Madrid plays Saturday, and Barcelona plays Sunday. So that league's getting started. I know Bundesliga, which we'll talk about a little later for, for some reasons. Uh, Bundesliga will start in two weeks, I believe, and so does like the French uh, League and all those. Who cares, right? <clears throat> Serie A. When's Serie A starting? <laughs> uh, you are so right. The 18th of August is when it starts up. Byron versus Werder Berman. Yeah, Serie A starts, Serie A starts the same time. So um, let's keep it moving, though. Bournemouth at home against West Ham. Club of interest for you. You're on Paqueta watch. If he plays, he might be sitting. Uh, that'll be an interesting point. Does he sit waiting for that Man City move, or does he play? I, I'll tell you this. There's something to it. If you checked my story on Instagram, what I posted, which is valid, a scene had a great point about this. Pep could have easily denied the rumors at the press conference, but he ex- immediately said, I'm not talking about Paquette. I'm not talking about Paquette. He could have easily denied it like he's many times before. Yeah. I think there's something there. I confirm it 2000% if at 10 a.m. East Coast time, Bournemouth versus West Ham kicks off, and I don't see that fucker in the starting 11. If he's not starting, but on the bench, yeah, if there's something to it. If he ain't in the building, give me the here we go ASAP. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll get done for City. Um, but back to this game. Have a regret already. <clears throat> I put Barmouth in the relegation zone. I regret it. They bring in Max Ahrens. They bring in a uh, promising English guy, Alex Scott. And I completely forgot about Sheffield United. And I kind of wish I had swapped those two. Because I think Burnmouth, they've done some business while Sheffield's done nothing. So um, with that said, playing against West Ham, I don't know if they'll have all the Edson Alvarez, Harry Maguire's in at that time. Burnmouth at home. I think that place will be popping. Like I said, they're going to be excited. New signings coming in. And I think Burnmouth will get it done. Um, we saw at the end of last season, Burnmouth was very, you know, well put together, good structure, scraping points at the last last season. I think they're going to get their three points. It'll be a good start for Burnmouth. I got a, I got a 2-0 Burnmouth win. What? Nothing for West Ham offensively. Nah. Nothing. Antonio, Jerry. I'm, I'm, I'm saying P- Antonio's a bum. Jared Bowen, uh, he does good in the European Conference League. And, um, yeah, I'm expecting Paqueta to sit for the very reasons we talked about. So where are they getting their goals? Fucking hell. You better rag me on this next podcast if they put up a goose egg. David Moyes, another year of me having to defend your ass. I don't understand how this works out. It's the first se- it's the first match of the fucking year. They there's gonna if this week is not the week to get goals, I don't know what fucking week is for some of these clubs. I yeah. absolutely agree with you. Bournemouth are gonna win this game, but it's gonna be three to two. Bournemouth don't have a damn. You love Bournemouth. your high scores. I'm going three to two Bournemouth. <laughs> you had two nothing, right? Yeah. Is this 
we stay away from this from goal scoring perspective, right? <laughs> no. No, I'm taking Dominic Solanke. <laughs> I'm not touching anyone in this game. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, not not even considered. Um, yeah, let's keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Brighton versus Luton Town. Going to be an interesting game. It's going to be interesting in the sense that how's Luton going to look? Away, playing away because their stadium's not ready. I think this would have been an away game anyway. But how they're going to look in the Premier League? How they're going to set up? Are they just going to come in and park the bus, try to keep the scoreline as low as possible? I don't know. We'll see. I don't really have a prediction for it, but I do have a prediction for the winner, and I'm going three zero Brighton. That's wow. I'm I'm fucking pissed because now I have to change my score. <laughs> That's exactly right. That is exactly right. And that's because this is the one situation where I don't give a shit. I don't think you're going to be able to do anything offensively. Yeah. I think it's going to be a reality check. Uh, So for that matter, I will have to go. Fuck. This is look. This is where I think four. I'll do two zero. I'll do two zero. You can stick your three zero. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't mind. I'm going four nothing. (laughs) I'm going. The guy. I knew. I, I this was predict. Uh, this I knew you were gonna take him. I knew you were gonna take Jao Pedro as a goal scorer. You know, you're trying to be a little sneaky fuck. I am. Like I you're am. like you're some world class recruit. <laughs> well, technically, <laughs> technically, you don't have your second yet, so I should I be able to pick. And I'm. I'm no, you should. Fine. You pick whenever you want. It's not like a back and forth. If you want to do the first three games three in a row, you do it. You just you pick. You pick. I'm doing it. Ciao, Pedro. I just really think this motherfucker is a baller. and I think It's a good game to pick. It's a home game. He's going to be ready. So, yeah. It's a a good pick. And I know you have a man crush on him. For sure. I I, I admit it. I admit it. Everton Fulham. I I give zero fucks about this game. (laughs) I have nothing to say at all. Make your pick. Uh, two to one Fulham, and I also don't give a fuck. I don't want to talk about this game any further. Ugly, ugly Sean Dice ball win one zero Everton. Wow, set piece FC. You think it'll be a set piece? Ugly set piece. <laughs> you know what's funny about Everton in the situation that they're in? They could be selling. Watch out for the Curry alert. If the Curry starts in this game or doesn't yeah. start, he might be sold off. Could I'm be. Hearing, I'm hearing Liverpool needing. They might. They might need. Yeah, they're desperate. <laughs> uh, all right. So you got one nil Everton. I got two to one Fulham. That is the first game you and I are going separate ways. Yep. Cool. Sheffield United versus Crystal Palace. Another game I really don't care about. Um, actually, you know, it'll be interesting to see Sheffield. Uh, I, I looked them up a little today. I should have did it more before the picks. It's not looking pretty, but they're at home. Palace, no Zaha. He's been a he's been a real driving force for that team the last few years. So it'll be interesting to see with them. But I believe in Palace a little more. I'm a big, big Eze fan. I absolutely love that guy. Yeah, absolutely yeah. love him. Well, we say he has his moments as well. Um, I kind of feel like this is a little bit like uh, the City Burnley game. I think Sheffield will get a a goal early, but mm-hmm. Palace will come back and get a two one win. 
Yeah, that's a really good score. I don't think Sheffield have the creativity to create more than one goal. Um, it's it's really a spot-on point. Uh, the other thing about Sheffield, I would say, is no McAtee, no support for me. Uh, McAtee coming back at of this point, he is with the senior squad. I'm loving the opportunity for him and Oscar Bob uh, to come in and try to do something. And so I love it. I rate it. I think he's going to be a great player for us. Uh, at least I hope so. Uh, the Salford Silva is what he's nicknamed, and they're gonna they're gonna struggle. Sheffield are definitely gonna struggle. Um, I'm gonna go three to one Crystal Palace. Love it, love it. Um, next game, great game this weekend. Saturday game, primetime game for Saturday. Newcastle at home against Aston Villa. We saw these these two play last year, and it was very very good. Villa got the better of them um, in the second game. And um, some bits and bobs for that. Emmy Brandia this week, ACL injury. Sucks for Villa big time. Um, but we're still both kind of thinking they're going to have a nice season. What are you thinking about this game? Is this a case of home team prevails or what's going on here? Well, you should know that these two clubs played each other in – the summer series here in America. That's do right. You know, do you know what the score of that game was, Brian? It's high scoring, right? It was. Yeah. Three yeah. to three. High yep. scoring game. And it's happening again. <laughs> you love it's a high score. Happening again. I really think I actually you could make a strong argument. This could be the game of the fucking weekend, man. The Arsenal slapping. City have the makings of slapping. Um, United Wolves, although I feel like United have Wolves. I mean, I don't know. Chelsea Pool. I think this could be the game of the weekend. I'm going to go with a – I'm going to go with a 3-3 draw. <laughs> Again, it's just exact repeat? Yes. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, this is a, this is a very interesting game. Um, I think both teams are going to be good this year. I think, you know – I think Newcastle had a great season last year. I do predict a little bit of a, a downtick with Champions League football. I don't think they did enough to have the depth needed for Champions League. And they're, they're going to be in, in pot three or four. I, I believe they're in pot four. So the likelihood of them being in a in a freaking bracket of de- a group of death is very, very high. Mm-hmm. So I see a little bit of a downtick for them. With all that said, and all the – Good things I said about Villa on the last podcast about how I think they're going to have a great season. Unai Emery is a perfect manager to get you in that six to eight range. Um, and, you know, he just gets the job done. I think this will be a win for Newcastle. Um, they have a great, great home field adva- uh, home advantage. The 12th man's always rocking at St. James. They're going to be hyped. They always have their T-shirts off no matter how unhealthy they are. So I expect a lot of uh, a lot of titties out at St. James Park, and not the good titties. But I think I think it'll be a party at St. James, and I'm 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 pulling for a I'm going for a two to one win for Newcastle. Why did you just roast the entire Newcastle? If you always look at the Newcastle crowd, they're always extremely fat. And they always have their shirts off, no matter how fat they are. So I'm not going to trust me with you. Trust me. Over under uh, 
25 people with their shirt off and at St. James. I'm going over. <laughs> I think if someone manages to find a get a clip of the first Newcastle goal scored and the highlights that they show the fans and as they scan it, I can probably say with at least an 85% certainty that there will be a man that is overweight with a belly and is heavily tattooed. Several men, not just one man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, the odds are really good, but you just roasted that entire fan base. I hope they hold on to that when you see <laughs> Yeah, so but I'm excited for this game. Definitely a game I will be tuned into, unlike, um, unlike the Everton-Fulham game, um, for sure, for sure. I'm going to go to the Monday game. Because the Sunday games have a lot of juice to them. Transfer talk. Um, I'm going to go to the Monday game. Manchester United, a team we both despise, playing Wolves at Old Trafford. I don't see anything besides this being the only Monday game, a Monday night game, Monday afternoon game in the U.S. I don't see any interesting talking points on this game. We'll be able to see Mason Mount, Onana, those new signings for Manchester United. No Hoyland because uh, they didn't do a good MRI on his back. But I don't I don't really care about this game because I think it's going to be a very easy victory for Man U. What are you thinking? Brian, they seem to struggle with the Wolves, and this wouldn't be the first time that they've had an issue with them at the beginning of the season. Uh, I think back, I think two years ago they had an issue with it. Uh, I have a question for you. Is Matthias Nunez on that roster? I believe so. He's still on that roster. No one has come in for that player. I find it interesting that there's been midfield needs and no one has been attracted to anything that he does. I'd be curious as to where he goes. I, I really do think he could be potentially going there. Have you mentioned the fact that uh, the manager walked out? <laughs> this I didn't mention it, but uh, he certainly did walk out. He said, you guys are not backing me. Deuces. And I respect that. I respect that. But that's even more of a reason where I'm like, I don't really care about the past struggles. I don't even know who's really on the team anymore, to be honest, besides Mateus Nunes. Um so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be a thrashing. Old Trafford, Man United, very good at home last season. First game of the year, crowd's going to be pumped. I think it's going to be an easy one. What, what are you predicting for the score? Uh, I don't disagree with the easy one, but I'm kind of hesitant to give them uh, so many goals. I, I'm going to go 2 nothing United. Yep, I'll, I'll go 3, and um, I'll, I'll take Marcus Rashford. Wow. Look at you. It's only your second player pick. <clears throat> That's correct. I see it. Can't even tell you who the right back is going to be, so I'm sure Rashford's going to cook him. Yep. All right, so let's move on to these Sunday games. The reason I push this one aside, because we have some transfer talk for both of these teams. There we go. First game Sunday, Brentford versus Tottenham. Before we talk about the game, Harry Kane to Bayern Munich. Here we go. I think we both need to change, or I need to change my mutt of the year, because I said he has no ambition in the next day. I don't think that's a coincidence. I think he heard my challenge. and um, Good. And he said, you know what? I'm going to show him. He's a fucking idiot with a podcast calling me the mud of the year. I'm going to show his ass. Hands are in his head. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We're in his head. He was he was an Arsenal fan. There's pictures of him as a kid 
with the Thierry Henry jersey. So Thierry Henry kit. So, but yes, it, it's hap- it's it's literally happening. The most credible man in the business, David Ornstein, has said it happened. Four year deal, medical, waiting for approval from Tottenham. Might be some funny business from the bitter man Daniel Levy himself. But yeah, this is looking done, man. It's it's officially happening. No matter what we said, no matter what people on our podcast came on here and said, coming to Munich is happening. Yeah, Brian, look, ultimately today is a victory for anyone who logically has played the game. Whether you have or haven't, it doesn't really matter. But ultimately, the game of football won today if Harry Kane goes to Bayern Munich. Herman Edwards, I mean, come on. I was ready to come onto this podcast and give this man the hugest, the most largest Jim Carrey loser. But I didn't do it because this man is showing some gumption. And since David DeGaulle himself has blessed us with the proper update that we all wanted, partly because it benefits our clubs, knowing that Tottenham don't lose a great striker and we don't have to worry about that shit. And can City please get a fucking victory at that fucking stadium now? But it's the right thing for a top player on a shit club. Period. Period. The equation is simple. You play to win the game. You're a great player on a shit team. You must leave to go get trophies. You got to get trophies. So... Football won today, and good for him. I will watch the Bundesliga and see them, you know, lift that little gold Bundesliga title at the end of it. But it's it's a Champions League purchase, if I if I'm honest. That's a Champions League purchase, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. That that makes them very, very serious. I mean, we saw in the the first leg against you guys, it was a very, very close game. They probably had some chances they could have finished, and they didn't because they had no striker. That's a whole different story. We know Harry Kane is as clinical as it comes. The man scores goals in his sleep, left, right, center, whatever the fuck. And he's a great link-up player. They have some good wingers over there, Sané, Gnabry, um, Musiala, great young player. I'm sure Kane being there will benefit him as well. So this this serious move, as as happy as I am that he's leaving Tottenham – we're in the Champions League, like I said before. You know, we'll start a counter for that. We're in the Champions League for me. It, that's a uh, number two for me. So we'll do a counter for that. We're we'll <laughs> yes. back in the Champions League this year, number three. And um, I don't want to get Bayern Munich. And the, the the fate of the Harry Kane Tottenham Arsenal rivalry. Uh, it's just like the you know the gods are going to make it happen somehow. And we always play Bayern in, in Champions League. It feels like Arsenal, and they kick our ass, but. Yeah, they're going to be serious. They're they're one midfielder away from being very, very probably favorites right after City. Um, I think they need one more midfielder, more defensive minded guy. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. The other thing I would say is I was just about to give him some shit for defense, but if United O'Leary's fucking club did their business, we wouldn't have to be sitting here worried about them having Kim in in fucking Champions League. And, you know, with with Arsenal being in that group because they're in Champions League, number five, you got to understand that you might end up getting them or Barcelona. 
I haven't seen it. You you know it better than I have because I know you guys are watching it. And so that's another thing I'm so stoked for this year, man. I'm telling you, Tuesdays and Wednesdays are going to be different now that the absolute media craziness of AFTV and all the Arsenal and Newcastle too. I'm actually stoked for Newcastle being in there because I think we're going to see some crazy things with just potential groups, man. It's going to be really, really wild. So that that's it's a big move for Byron. Harry does his thing. Charlie, if you held this up, you're a scoundrel. Um, I I I like it, and and people who say a record's more important are stupid. Stupid. Yeah, yeah. That that uh, the English media is really confusing at times. It really is. I, it they they bend they bend around and change the narrative for everybody. So <clears throat> you still there? But yeah, we were just saying, you know, the, the English media is strange. They they flip flop all the time, all the time. It's it's very very weird indeed. But yeah. yeah, crazy crazy move. It's happening, and um, neither of us had him in the top six anyway. So, but you know, I think I had him eighth. They'll probably finish ninth or tenth now. I mean, oh, yeah. <clears throat> for Levy to to do this and you know try to drive this hard bargain, and then he ends up leaving a day before your first game. Now you have to go out there in a dry striker market, get another striker. I'm going to guess they probably won't even get another striker. Uh, it'll probably be Richarlison. The, the smart move would probably be to actually buy some more defenders. That would probably be the smarter move, but let's see what they do. Let's see what they do. What if I told you they do nothing? <laughs> Livy pockets some money? I, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised at all. I'd be very surprised that they spend it. The whole notion about him going after that record, the, the last thing I want to say about this, and you can tell me what you think, he's one Holland extension away from legit having Holland think about staying there even longer and just trying to say, fuck it. Yeah. I'm here. I mean, it's so stupid to even think about something as stupid as as, as a record like that, you know? You gotta yeah. go after something. You gotta go win something. They'll never take that from you. Any player can come in and have alien record numbers. You gotta because it, it'll be beaten eventually. Yeah, it's <clears> going <throat> to. It's going to. The, start, the way ball is and the progression. Look at the attacking ways and look at everything that's just been transformed. Yeah, that's why I have these damn goal scoring situations over here. I think ball's just crazy now. So, yeah, fuck it. Good for him. So what's your prediction for this Tottenham Brighton game? Uh Brentford game, sorry. It's at it's at Brentford. Um so yeah, no no farewell tour for Harry Kane. He just fucks right off and says, Fuck you, Tottenham. But yeah. I, I just keep the the Ange Pastacoglu hype is just strange to me. Yeah, they will play pretty football, but defensively they're gonna be wide open and their defensive personnel is garbage. Garbage. Really, really bad. So and we don't know anything about this goalie. They could have got Rhea, but they backed out of that. They have an unproven quantity, uh, unproven guy at goalie. So I, I just don't know what to expect. Brentford, no Ivan Tony. I'm just going to go with a draw here, my first one of the weekend. I'm going to say 1-1. I like it. I like it. It's not too far off. Um, you know, Brentford, the funny thing about this, about this opponent, it's kind of if you were to play – uh, all of the kind of good teams, you know, I, I'd say Brent, I, I think Brentford's a good team. 
adaptive, more progressive managers, I'd also say about Brentford. For the first week in, in match day one, you know, if you're a new manager, you don't really mind it because you know one thing about Brentford. They're going to be attacking, but that high line is incredible. I mean, they ha- they argue play, arguably play the highest back line I think I've seen. I, legit at the halfway line, I was watching shit in the summer series. Like, it's crazy how, how high yeah. they play. So I got them scoring, but I still have Brentford dominating, and it's going to be 3-1 to one Brentford. Three to one. Damn. <clears throat> Let's move on to this next game, and we have some breaking news. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. TalkSport is reporting Liverpool close to agreeing to deal in excess of 100 million pounds for Moise Caicedo. Get off my front lawn. Right Liverpool, Liverpool FC are pushing for Caicedo. <laughs> Liverpool's. Yeah. Liverpool FC are pushing for Caicedo to undergo a medical as early as today to seal the move. Early as today, damn! It's oh, it's already. Damn, it's, it's like it's it's like one a.m. over there. They're really pushing. Some of the Chelsea uh, beat reporters are reporting. Um, Steinberg is reporting expectation remains that Chelsea will get it done. Caicedo still wants to go to Chelsea. Um, wow. Wow. So, yeah, we'll see. But a, a huge twist, and fittingly, these two teams play each other on Sunday. So what do you think about the Moise Caicedo saga? Uh, him going to Liverpool. I think that's a very, very good move for Liverpool. But it's also ironic, as the point you made earlier through text, okay, could have just paid $100 million for Bellingham. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Brian, I don't know what to think about this. You know, I, I already had them being up there and competing this year you know shame on me for not bringing up ginger ginger mac in this preview that we had earlier this week alexi mccallister is a baller and and i think he can get it done and you know i forget about how much of a swiss army knife he is so adding godzello thinking about brighton and how they just robbed or or pool go in and get two of their midfielders i mean brighton the deal was to get done. Chelsea, I don't know what to think about this saga because I don't know if it's actual reality. I, I, I For the longest time, Brian, I've just naturally assumed he was going to be Chelsea. Chelsea's been the only team that's been so, so hard. Just so hard after, player, after this particular player. And we know how wild Chelsea have been, how sporadic they've been, but it's been consistent with this guy. So the fact that they actually do it now or potentially lose it to Liverpool, who are just this is a hijack. This is this is hijack definition. Am I? Yep. I mean, right? It's got to be hundred percent. So, kudos to them if they do it, and they're serious. They're serious. And also, this upcoming matchup is definitely called the Romeo Lavia and Moises Caicedo Bowl. This is going to be an absolute barn burner. I think they're going to fight now. Red cards everywhere in this matchup. I think there's going to be a scrap. There might be. You never know. You never know. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it's a serious move from Liverpool. I think the Saudi money for Henderson and Fabinho definitely made them go do this. They realized they're short in this in this position. Probably thinking, you know, Caicedo is more of a short thing, more more right now thing than than um 
than Lavia would be. You know, Lavia is still a bit of a project being 19 years old. So they probably said, fuck it. Let's go get this done right now. And um, yeah, crazy, crazy. Um, we'll see what happens. Like I said, um, Liverpool, uh, Chelsea people are still saying that this is going to get done for them. So it's going to be a very interesting Friday and a very interesting time before these games. None of these moves should affect the uh, product on the field other than maybe some banter between the two clubs. Probably nothing too crazy, but what are you thinking about this game? A pool slapping. Slapping a pool. at Stanford Bridge. A pool slapping. Interesting. Interesting. Two Why do you say that? Two-goal win. Liverpool are more solid and fluid in the attacking third. They have the, the chemistry. This is a great game. I I I I if I didn't pick Jao Pedro, Trossard, and Holland, there's one guy for this game that I am definitive like like the sun coming up. I think he's scoring in this game. And I'm not gonna say it because I know you got another guy out there, so I don't want to give you a point. But I, I what I would say is it's it's gonna be Liverpool four to two. Four to two. Interesting. All these games have been shitty in the past few years. Terrible, terrible. Liverpool versus Chelsea has not been a good watch at all. Wasn't it nil-nil last year? <clears throat> They've had draws in like their last because they played in, um, they played in the two. It keeps are you there. Yeah, we keep having technical difficulties, but we're back. We'll piece this one together. Um, let's try. Let's try to end this. Yeah, we were just saying. You know, the, the what the fuck is going they, they on? Oh, fucking nuts. <laughs> but yeah, we're having tef- technical difficulties here, so we're going to end this one quick. Um, I don't remember what we were talking about. But Liverpool, Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea so they played game. like two cup games two years ago. And then last year, I think their last four games have all ended in draws, which is insane. So the smart bet might be a draw. But yeah. I'm kind of with you. I think Liverpool is the better team right now. I still think Chelsea's discombobulated, especially with that Nkuku injury. I just look at their attack. Sterling, you don't know what you're getting this year. Um, Mudrick, don't know what you're getting. Matawecki, don't know what you're getting. Nico Jackson looked good, but that was with Nkuku behind him, feeding him. Don't know what you're getting there as well. And first Premier League game against Liverpool, tough, tough team. Yeah, I think this is going to be like a 3-1. 3-1 at Stanford Bridge. I can't wait to see Chelsea Fan TV. Chelsea Fan TV and Chill is still on for a couple games, as I predict. Are you taking any goal scores? We have goal scores, so do you have a coin nearby or something we can flip to decide who gets to pick the first goal scorer from this game? Because we both need our third. I got three. Holland, Trossard, Pedro. Okay, so I'll take Mohamed Salah to round this bitch out. <laughs> that's actually, I forgot you took Trissard. I That's actually perfect. Um, I was going to go. I'm happy that you got Salah because I think Luis Diaz is prime. Oh, good pick. Good pick as well. I, I forget about him. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to have a good season, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, that's it. That's it for the weekend. Let's lock in our FPL team, and then we'll wrap this bitch up. And uh, we'll enjoy the Premier League weekend, right? Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm stoked for it. All right. So this is what I got for our lineup this weekend. And I'll tell you what we have on the bench. You can see if you want to sub anything in. 
But this weekend I have Leno in goal because Raya is an Arsenal player now. And, yeah, he won't be starting for sure. So I put Leno in goal. Good goalie for Fulham. We predict it's going to be a low-scoring game. So, um, yeah, he's a good shot stopper, so he'll get us points. Um, Gabriel, Botman, Gahey, and Mings as our back line. Our midfielders, Saka, Bruno Fernandes, Martinelli, and Sully March. Front line of Erlen Holland and Ollie Watkins. And this is who are on our bench. So if you want to sub any of these guys in, we'll have a debate about it. But we have Rhea. That's that's a no debate. Colwell on the defensive end. Ezzy and then Alexander Isak. The only thing, the only one I would consider is Ezzy out of those guys. I think. For Sally March? Potentially. That's where I want to do it. So, I'm kind of thinking the same. Let me look at it. Let me look at it. But Brighton is playing Luton, so it's a kind of – it's yeah. a dominant game. Solly's going to dominate. Palace yeah, is on yeah. the road, yeah, even though yeah, it's yeah, Sheffield United. United. Yeah, I think it's a good game to take Solly March. It is. It is 100%. Yep. I'm not touching it. I love it. I love every bit, everything about it. I think right. I think uh, uh, Leno is actually going to be low-key one of the better keepers of the weekend. Yeah, yeah, for sure. He, he put up good numbers last year. He's a good shot stopper, so I'm sure that gets you the FPL points. And um, it's exactly, it's fucking Everton. Yeah. Great point. Usag, get your jo- get your fucking job done, Leno. Clean sheet it for us, damn it. Exactly, exactly. But yeah, I think that's a solid team. First FPL year this year, so I'm excited. I'm excited. And anything else before we get out of here? It looks like we're gonna have a, a busy Friday tuning into. Uh, the transfer window. I mean, it's just what's insane is that there's still three weeks to go. That's the kicker right there. That's the kicker. Did you see an unknown uh, unknown Premier League team um, bid on Mbappe, but he declined? It had to be Chelsea, right? I'd imagine so. But I just I find that saga to be hilarious. The transfer window is going to be Neymar wants out. The, the, the everything in France, everything, and even in, in just in England, if we just look at the best league in the world, there are so many question marks for teams. And it looks like going into the first weekend, we're having Liverpool trying to answer their midfield needs, which is hilarious when they've had all fucking summer to do it. Uh, you got yeah, Chelsea but it, it's a good there. answer, though. I did not think they would get into the, the Lavia sweepstakes. I really didn't. Yeah. Well, I mean, guys say, though. They're doing the bid for Godzello. That's crazy to me. Jude That's absolutely be nuts. Scratching his head. Judas yeah. gonna be scratching his head. Oh, 100 percent 100 percent Shameful. Shameful. But I laugh at it. But you do agree it's a good move for them, right? Oh. It's better than Lavia. Yeah, I'm done rethinking if they're gonna be second. <laughs> I'm rethinking who they're gonna go after. From from a midfield perspective, that's what we've been questioning. And now the other thing is you and every Arsenal fan should be sitting here saying, nah, that defense is still suspect. We're still putting three on their heads at least. To which case I say, yeah, I got to agree. It's still a little suspect because I, I don't think he's a true, like, he's like more of a hybrid DM, you know? Mm-hmm. He's not like a, a true, like, defend the back line DM. So, yeah. uh, but it's it's a solid move. That, that price tag is absolutely insane. I mean, Rice's rice price price tag was high, but um, you know he's more prem proven. This guy's played literally one fucking season, 
That's an in fucking same price tag. But I mean, it is what it is, right? Yeah, we're gonna. See. They got their guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, depending on where he goes, it was it that guy for him, right? Chelsea, if he goes yep. there, yeah, they've been flirting with him all the whole time. Liverpool get him. <laughs> was this guy really on their on their list the whole time? And were they just playing, you know, sneak attack? Just timing? I mean, it's just like looks a little looks a little knee jerky. It's a hijack for sure, but hundred percent. We'll see. I'm stoked for it though, man. Things are gonna get moving now. Oh yeah, they're they're definitely moving for sure, for sure. But uh, yeah, that that does it for the podcast. That's our week one predictions. As always, we will be back after the weekend to recap things. We are PPT Podcast, episode number sixty-eight, and we're out. Peace. All right. I'm going to send you the description. I forgot to tell you. I got the uh